You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to another exciting episode of your show. That's right. It's the Kickout Crew with videos exclusively on Premier Streaming Network. That being said, I want to welcome everybody to another fantastic episode. Hope you had a chance to check out last week's doozy. And my goodness, we covered some great matches on that one. And uh, it was just a lot of fun. And, you know, I thought we had a good episode, great time. Uh, you know what else was a great time? Buying uh, our merchandise on angrylemonade.net. Search Kickout Crew. It'll go right there. We've got some shirts for you. You know, you have a have a grand old time with our merchandise. And hey, why not get a your shirt from your show, right? You know, follow us on all of your social medias. And uh, hey, if you like what we're doing, why don't you be a friend and tell a friend about us? You know, like it's your show. So spread the word. That being said, uh, I think I've talked enough. Welcome, everybody, once again, for those who are here. <laughs> More on that later. And uh, I guess that's enough of me talking. So, uh, Brad, <laughs> it seems like we probably added a couple things to this segment, but, you know, take it away. So uh, even though it says rant and stand on the outline, these are more funny stories this week that happened to me. Not even so much funny, just uh, interesting. So back at the grocery store, James, another week at the grocery <laughs> yeah. store. And um, uh, of course, there's no baggers anymore in a grocery store. Uh, even though I was a bagger when I was younger, kind of uh, combined jobs, if you will. So I bag my own groceries. Not a big deal. Don't mind at all. So I, I'm, I'm I'm putting the stuff in the bag, and the cashier is just really struggling with the bananas. Now let me tell you something. The bananas code is the same everywhere you go. I'm pretty sure it's 4108 everywhere you go. Is that right, James? 4011. Four boy. Yeah. Okay, that's it. It's everywhere you go. It's the same. So I'm like, why is she having so much time with the bananas? Taking her time, taking her time. Then she comes over to my bags and takes out the baby cucumbers. Okay. And then brings them up back up to the register and she's just staring at them. Uh, Now the the cashier behind me, she's a manager now. She was my favorite cashier. Always did everything real quick. She yells out. She goes, uh, they're asking for his date of birth. (laughs) And the woman looks at me and says, what's your date of birth? And I give it. And then the girl behind me says again, she goes, now, uh, not sure why they need your date of birth uh, for that, but I mean, any guesses what you're doing with the uh, mini cucumbers? So I'm like laughing my ass off here because first off, they asked for my date of birth for the mini cucumbers, not for the cigarettes, not for the alcohol, for the mini cucumbers. And then she has, I, I, don't, I don't even know how to respond to her. You know, she's a looker, no doubt about it. I'm like, uh, I guess we'll wait and see. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna pickle them, little gherkins. 
I, I just didn't know uh, how to respond. I had to come up with something, and that's exactly what I came up with. You couldn't so, tell the truth? What's the truth? They asked for my date of birth for the pickle or for the cucumbers, which means I'm not old enough to buy the cucumbers. Some people are not old enough to buy cucumbers. They didn't realize you were buying alcohol infused cucumbers. I mean, I didn't know they made those here. So, uh, very, very interesting there. Uh, second uh, thing that happened this week, there was this guy at my work, and he looked exactly like Prince Albert, okay, from the WWE. Not quite as big, but a big guy, to say the least. And I'm just, I don't know who this guy is. So I'm just looking. I'm, I tell, like, one of the guys there, I'm like, that looks like Prince Albert. And I show a picture to him. He's like, oh, my God, yeah, he does. So then a guy comes. And he he was a guy that worked at, like, Enterprise or something like that. He was doing the rental cars. And he, brought, he dropped two pizzas down in my office. I'm like, hey, man, thanks. He goes, that is a sick Blue Meanie picture on your, uh, of you and Blue Meanie. I'm like, oh, this guy knows wrestling. If you know who the see, that's what that's a, that's a trap picture. Because if you know who the blue meanie is, you know you know a little more than you should about wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I go, are you wrestling fan? He goes, well, I mean, I used to be. I still keep up with it a little bit. I'm like, well, here's the thing. You look exactly like Prince Albert. And he says, I'm going to take that as a compliment. I'm like, well, you should. He goes, here's a funnier story. He goes, my dad was his roommate in college at Pitt. Matt Bloom and his dad were roommates in college <laughs> and, played, and played football together. I mean, what are the odds of this bullshit? First off, I mean, first off, that the guy looks like him at all, that he's in my dealership. I've announced that that's who he looks like, and that is his dad's roommate. Just absolutely did, bizarre. Did you tell him to listen to anything? I, I, he's I a wrestling struggle. fan, Brad. Shit. I struggle with that at work, man. I struggle with that at work. <laughs> Like, oh, You're a car knows. salesman. Sell the show. <laughs> yeah, sell the show while nobody's selling cars. They're all watching the show, and I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> Cook at group, put us out of business. <laughs> so then I'm, um, you know, I need toothpaste, right? So I, I, I got, I've, I've already done everything I'm going to do with the toothpaste. I've cut the tube. I've rolled it up. I mean, I'm out. I'm out of toothpaste, so I need to get more toothpaste. I go into the pharmacy, and I, for some reason in this pharmacy today, all the toothpaste is locked up. I said, what, what is this? They said, no, no, people are really stealing the toothpaste. I go, what? They're stealing the toothpaste. I go, I get the condoms. You know, I, nobody wants to come up to the counter or come up to you and say, yeah, I'm going to be using some of these tonight. Nobody wants to do that. It's not even about the money. It's about embarrassed to buy it. But no, people are stealing toothpaste. Goes, yeah, people are stealing toothpaste. I'm trying to make a quick stop on the way home. Sitting next to this other jackass who's waiting for toothpaste. It's taking me 25 minutes. Uh, finally, uh, this isn't uh, funny at all. I, I know you're not a, a fan, James, but it's still a sad story that Matthew Perry, uh, friends died, uh, 54 yeah. years old. I always thought his humor was really, uh, really good. And it, I like the it, whole it nine yards and stuff. Like, yeah. And that was movies. pretty, you know, he pretty much James played the same character in that that he did in friends. <laughs> and he was just kind of a quirky guy. So uh, shout out to uh, Matthew Perry and his family, 54 years old. I, I was a little concerned when I heard that he uh, drowned in the hot tub. I thought maybe there was some foul play there of some sort because he did have a record of, you know, of his past uh, drug drug and stuff. But it doesn't seem like it seems like he was just working really hard at the gym and came home and just uh, something happened. So uh, shout out to Matthew Perry. Uh, big fan of his. He was the reason I watched that show. And uh, rest in peace. Back to you, James. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't a fan of the show, but I didn't mind his character at all. You know, I thought he was the funniest part of the whole thing, but. Yeah, I actually adopt some of his humor. I, I try to anyway. I don't, I don't. I'm not nearly anywhere near there, but I always thought he was pretty funny. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> you know, so I guess uh, we're playing a little uh, outline roulette on this one. Uh, we're gonna mix it up a little bit. Gonna go <laughs> with the, 
<laughs> go the I think Devin. Or we could just throw in Bryant. Uh, Bryant, you got anything you want to say? Fuck it, we go with you. I was told Devin is next, so I'm going with <laughs> I'll go right. later. I'll go later. Well, Devin. You think of something real quick? <laughs> Devin, welcome. What you got for us? Oh, thanks, James. So I had an idea for today. Uh, I'm not really always good at finding a game for us or something, so I just had an idea for a topic today called Know Our Crew. Still with initials K-O-C. See what I did there? Alright, so I'm just going to ask basic questions that I don't think I've ever asked you guys before and just want to know your answers. So, uh, the first one. What is one TV show that you'll never miss an episode of? Like currently watching it or have watched? Currently watching. Do you have one? All right, I you can. Get... All right, you guys all soon. Is there one from the past? That... With... I don't miss Dancing with the Stars, pal. I don't <laughs> miss it. <laughs> I'm with you there. What if? What if I? What if I don't watch it and then I find out on social media who got sent home? I can't have that. You can't That's either, Devin. I, I cannot. No, me and the missus <laughs> watch every week. Yeah. Oh. Or Maurizio. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, once I got into Breaking Bad, I didn't really start watching until like the middle of the second season, probably. But once I got into it, like it was DVR every week. I would wait like eight or ten minutes after it started, then start watching DVR so I could skip the commercials. And uh, yeah, that was one that every Sunday night, you know, this Dallas is playing or something. But every Sunday night, I was definitely watching that. That's cool. I've only seen bits and pieces of that show. But... And Seinfeld growing up. We always watched Seinfeld. Yeah, I never missed Seinfeld, ever. What about you, well, Brian? Answer. Just because you're just because you're a producer, pal, he doesn't even get out of this. Yeah, it's uh, I, mean, I thought I could. <laughs> uh, I don't watch a lot of current TV, but for me, um, it was Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, oh, I love that show. I love that show. I watched, like, it was appointment TV every week. Uh, I think Andy Samberg's hilarious. So for me, it's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That was such a ripoff of what uh, Conrad says. Appointment television, he says all the time. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, it's I can tell you're an ad-free oh. show, uh, fella, huh? <laughs> Easy for me to say. Easy for us to say. <laughs> so? All right, so my, uh, my TV show that I always have to watch every single season that's released on Hulu is Letterkenny. And it's just announced that the final season is going to be released on Christmas Day. I don't know if you guys have seen that show, but I love it. I've seen clips. Clips are hilarious. That wrestling uh, one is fucking hilarious. It's way good. I have not seen it. Yeah. It's about just a small Canadian town. But you should check it out. It's pretty funny. Well, All right. Question two. Is there a band or an artist that no matter what they release, you got to check it out? James, you're nodding. Start us out here. Dave Matthews Band. Fucking love Dave Matthews Band. Uh, their Walk Around the Moon is their most recent album. Listen to it. And the, the crazy thing about Dave Matthews Studio albums is like, you listen to them, you're like, ah, oh, you know, it's not bad, it's not bad. But them live is a completely, it's an experience, man. They're way, way better live. And uh, because they get to like jam out a little bit more and they're all really, really talented. Their drummer, Carter Beaufort, is amazing. Uh, but 
Yeah, like, so when you hear the live versions, they kind of jam out a little bit more, maybe bring a little more emphasis to them, because Dave, like, they're a pretty emotional band. Like, they really put a lot into their live performances, so I love them. And, uh, yeah, Dave Matthews Band, and, you know, Jay-Z, but he didn't release shit, really, but... So, definitely Dave Matthews Band. Anything they put out, I'm, I'm watching. Or listening. Hell, yeah. I've never seen them live, but oh, they're, they're awesome. amazing, dude. They're way good. I've seen them live once, and everybody was doing whippets. If you don't know what a whippet is at home, it's a big balloon that you just suck whatever out of it and you get high. I, I never, I, 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 I don't know. It just surprised me there. I thought it'd be a more laid back crowd, and it yeah. was not. Like <laughs> it weed was not. smoking and drinking. There not... was, James, there was tons of fighting. I, I couldn't believe where I was. I'm like, where am I? Why is there all this fighting? Dave yes. <laughs> yes. I, I'm That's like, am really I? for you. Because actually, it was New Jersey. <laughs> you're harsh and my mellow bro you're harsh and my mellow like i'd never have that happen with a uh jimmy buffett concert or a billy joel concert i've been to so those are my like those are my guys there that i always like but if stuff is still coming out new and it's been a few years now i i'll listen to anything eminem hell yeah i love him i, love I think he's great he's pump up music and he's everything's good you know if you're in the gym it's good there it's and it's just good just to listen to I, I think I'm too old. I did not. For real. That's <laughs> yeah. a left field for me. He's good, but I like music. Oh, he is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just a podcast guy. Listen to. What about you, Brian? For me, when I was younger, it was Puddle of Mud. Yeah. And then now that I've gotten a little older, it's uh, Cage the Elephant. Ah. Two good bands. Uh, I love. I've got all their albums. I've been to several. I've been to a, co- a couple concerts of theirs. I just think they're great. Nice. I think Blurry uh, is one of my all-time favorite songs. Puddle of Mud and oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Puddle of Mud's drummer's from my town. Really, Governor? Oh, cool. Yeah. And his uh, his son Austin or cousin Austin Cucurito plays with a bunch of uh, <laughs> country singers in Nashville. So. And he's from our town too. That's like the only two musicians that made it big from here. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, and uh, a band that stopped here actually a couple years ago is the one that I'm obsessed with, and it's the Glorious Sons. They just released a new album, like I want to say, like four months ago, but it's pretty good. Uh, all right, the final I have, question. I have, I have one more though. I, I how about this, Zach Brown? I'm a freaking huge fan of Zach Brown. Anything they come out with new is it's just fun. It's just a fun time. Oh, I try know, to I'm go, and I try to go to the concert every time they come uh, to the area. I've been to about three. They're good. All right, move on. Sorry, I can do this all night. <laughs> oh, you're good. I like music's great. Oh yeah. Uh so what is your favorite type of dipping sauce? Like, say you got some chicken nuggets. Doesn't matter where it's from. Doesn't matter where it's from. What is the dipping sauce you got to go with? So it's funny you say this. Who was the one of us? From the Kickout Crew, that put on the Kickout Crew Twitter because it wasn't me about your favorite wing sauce, hot sauce. That wasn't me either. We had the, we had the, <laughs> so it yeah, must have been people were putting like Cholula and fucking you know Tapatio and all kinds of shit on there. Right. So that must have been Mike, right? Because I don't think Adam does. I don't know how Mike. I don't think Adam knows how to do it. So shout out to Super Dad, not with us right now. I there is a local wing sauce here that is made in Levittown, Pennsylvania. It's called Griffin's. It's Griffin's. And 
they have all the flavors and the, some of the local um the local bars here use it as their wing sauce and i buy it because you can also buy it but you can't buy it in the grocery store you can only buy it like in a bar or a or a, a beer distributor or something like that and i can dip any kind of french fry tater tot chicken nuggets anything in it and i love it hot or mild it's fine because they're both just they're, they're not much different and then they have like a hotter they have a flavor called hotter than balls that is the flavor like yeah. you know so I'm a I'm a big fan of of that. If uh, maybe uh, maybe maybe there'll be a Christmas gift for some of you guys, huh? <laughs> uh, hotter than balls. I feel like a famous person uh, owns that. I can't think of it right now, but maybe I'll look it up. <laughs> what about you, James? Ranch, baby. Come on, I'm from the south. Favorite. Shout out sauce? to ranch. Shout out ranch. <laughs> ranch. Yes. Is there a certain bottle like Hidden Valley or Craft or Hidden Valley all day? All day. All right. That is one thing. I will go like, you know, generic brand on some things, but it's Hidden Valley Ranch every single time. Hidden Valley's great. You right? I like ranch. I'm going with James. It's got it's ranch. Like Hidden Valley at the same time. Yeah, it just hits different when you're dunking stuff with it. Have we know. argued about blue cheese around here? I don't think so. I mean, I love blue cheese dressing on just about anything too. How? Like it's terrible. It's just so delicious. <laughs> see how you're wrong. I mean, I just think it's absolutely delicious. I like blue cheese crumbles on my on my fillet. I like uh, crumbly blues. Fantastic. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> What's yours, Devin? Yeah, seriously. Uh, mine is honey mustard. Oh, I love honey so. mustard with anything. I, I didn't get into it until I started. Date and Erica like 10 years ago, but she puts honey mustard on pizza, she puts it with wings, fries, everything. And I didn't get into too. it until my early teens, yeah, right. <laughs> my mid teens. That's hey, I had a whole lifetime without it. You're freaking in four years, I've been with her for half my life, so I guess I can't really say that. <laughs> <laughs> once i develop teeth <laughs> you know, yeah. they start feeding me whole foods <laughs> <laughs> all right well that was my topic for today it's uh, my koc no our crew i like it back to you james i like it it was a great uh great play on the old uh, abbreviations there good acronym but hey what better way to uh, get this going than uh, today's agenda? So, Devin, what is today's agenda? So, today's agenda is actually another acronym, James, because it is the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance, just put on the Saw Win pay-per-view. It is their most bought pay-per-view in the Billy Corgan's NWA era. Uh, so I decided to choose two matches that I thought stood out to me and wanted to show the rest of the guys here. So that's the best that's today's event that we've heard in three weeks. Right? <laughs> 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 and although it is spelled differently, it is pronounced Sawin. Very confusing. I'm sorry. Very confusing. Very. But it was a very cool graphic. Yeah, it looked cool. Not that we, not that, but our producer is with us right now, so we're not going to see any graphics. 
No, of course not. I don't do. I don't prepare for anything. So. <laughs> well, it's time to get into match one, and we'll see what beautiful stuff we have uh, planned for the screen. There you go. Oh, that's nice. Oh, oh, eh. All right. Sure. What is match one? Well, it is Colby Carino versus Joe Alonso, and it is a <laughs> pillar to post match for the NWA Junior Heavyweight title. It took place October 28th, 2023 from Temple Live Asylum Room in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> yeah. that just for you guys. Just for you guys. Well, for those of you not watching, you need to turn over to the premier streaming network and see this beautiful establishment. How do I you think... know that that is the Temple Live? Because there's no signage <laughs> at all on this. That's exactly why I, I got two pictures for the show for the arena. When I saw this one that popped up by the arena itself website, I went, "I have to use this." Any idea what kind of car that is? <laughs> <laughs> I do the not. Uh, I wish I did though. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. It's a great railing though. Yeah, a lot of a lot I of guess. good advertising space on the wall for that building where you could put a sign saying what the fuck it is you know maybe gary it looks abandoned <laughs> it does that car out front is just parking here because no one's gonna bother it See, when i found <laughs> when i was looking for shots of this arena i said the same thing i'm like it looks like an abandoned building like it just does i want to go <laughs> i better be fine it looks like a haunted house Fucking Shotzi Blackheart and Scarlet Boudreaux are going to be doing one of their uh, abandoned haunted places here next week, probably. probably Shout out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Had a match length of nine minutes and 31 <laughs> seconds. Couldn't find the attendance. Couldn't find any ratings. So that's that. But, Devin, how did we get to this match? So our first match here, like James said, is Joe Alonzo taking on the junior heavyweight champion, Kobe Carino. Three months ago, when Kobe Carino won that championship, Joe Alonzo immediately started attacking him online, saying that Joe can be the one to defeat Kobe for this title. Uh, Kobe's not going to have a long run, saying a bunch of terrible things about Kobe. Um, Kobe, he, he won in an awesome match against Kerry Morton. And immediately, everyone was giving him praise except Joe Alonzo. Joe Alonzo was going on X, was going on his own YouTube, just completely bashing Colby. Uh, he went on Colby's wife's Instagram and started commenting on every one of her photos. And, uh, <laughs> like, not, not very nice things on her photos uh, at all. He brought up a lot of Colby's past that Colby has... He's been honest about that he struggled with some stuff in his past. And, um, yeah, Joe Alonzo was just strictly attacking him. Made this very personal. So this was uh, this was the blood war, the bath that was uh, brought to us right here. This is the match. So we have a Joe Alonzo entrance, obvious heel. Uh, let me ask you right back at you, Devin. Have we uh, seen Joe Alonzo before? Yeah, we did. Uh the four of us, when we went to Top Guy Weekend in Chicago in 2022, Joe Alonzo took on Scion on the Premier Streaming Network's Wrestling Showcase pay-per-view. Before there was a Premier Streaming Network, correct? Yeah, it was. And that, 
the the two guys were announced to the ring by our good buddy Efren, who's the host of RFB and the game event here on PSN. Brian, we've talked a lot about uh, the cruiserweight division. This is uh, similar to that, being a junior heavyweight. Should the larger organizations bring uh, this back? I think it can work in today's wrestling, but a lot of the guys, if you look at a lot of the stars now, they're already they're considered junior heavyweights. I mean, if you look at when WWE did the cruiserweight division, it was that 205-pound division, and majority of the roster was already could have been considered for it so i mean it can work and um, you have the guys for it but i just don't know if the big leagues want to put the emphasis behind it quick question now uh, by all of you if you know what is uh what what uh how how much does a heavyweight boxer have to weigh to be considered a heavyweight does anybody know i think it's less than 205 pounds is what i'm getting at right so, like, it's just so funny to me. The cruiserweight was 205 or less. 205 is a big guy, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> that, that, I always thought that 205 well, was uh, interesting. And the 205s, even if you want to tie it into UFC, that's a light heavyweight in yeah. the light heavyweight division is 205 in UFC even. Yeah. I, I just find that interesting that that's considered the junior. You know what I mean? Um, but, James, before we get into this uh, match, who are the announcers? Oh, well, it is a... Uh... Joe Galley, shout out, friend of the show. Uh, Tim Storm and Danny Deal's looking. He's looking. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. He's, he's something else right here. <laughs> and while this goes on, I'm going to have plenty to say. Uh, th- some of these lines are really good. <laughs> okay, so uh, I got plenty to say about these announcing crew. I think they have done a very, very good job here uh, for this pay-per-view. Karina's starting off aggressive. Uh, well, it was Adam, but Devin, who's the... Uh, Who's the referee? <laughs> the referee is one Scott Wheeler. I can't even fake that that was for you. But great <laughs> job answering the question. Uh, <laughs> big chops by both. Um, Meteorous homicide by Carino. That's what they said the move was, just so everybody knows. Then crushing him. Carino double drop kick to the face of Alonzo. Then a dive into a drop kick on the outside by Alonzo. Devin, you're an obvious big fan of the NWA. Did you think that this was a hot start to this match? Absolutely. The two men flying around the ring, starting off with some pretty big moves right from the start. Uh, These two men clearly hate each other and wanted to get some blood. Did they get the blood a little too quickly? Oh, absolutely. In just a second here, as you're talking, Colby's about to get bloody, and it's we're not even three minutes into this match. I thought it, it was a little quick, but it definitely added to that intensity. I know. I'm an intense quick man myself. Back body, back body drop to Alonzo on the apron. Face first into the steal by Alonzo to Carino. Alonzo working the crowd, Colby bleeding like uh, Devin just said. Axe handle onto the head of Carino. Alonzo rubs the blood on his chest. Mike, or, here we go. <laughs> Obviously, I'm scripted, huh? Brian, uh, that's something we've never talked about really on the show. Uh, like a wrestler wearing another man's blood like war paint. What did you think of that? I think it's a nice touch. It adds to the feud, um, adds to that blood feud that kind of Devin was talking about with these guys. It shows how personal it is. And, you know, because even with like stuff Joe was saying online, you know, it just adds more to the more to the fight for them, that, for these guys. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, they're working their way down the ramp now. Wood stage built in 1912. 
<laughs> according to the one of the announcers. I don't know which one, but I thought that was uh, I had to write that down. Um, James, or or someone that for someone that's not a regular watcher, are the announcers catching you up? Uh, when uh, when applicable, maybe. I mean, obviously you could do a little more, but you still have to concentrate on the match. But uh, it was a good uh, a good mix in, I guess you could say. Uh, I just keep <laughs> getting the mental image of that fucking Danny deals, dude. How he's dressed, and it's a uh, <laughs> it's a bit much. But uh, I will say that Tim Storm looks like a fucking legit, like kind of throwback type of uh, a yeah, NWA yeah. style announcer. Yeah, he does have a Tim really Storm, good style look. He's a former NWA heavyweight champion. Awesome. Carino runs Alfonso over the stage, then a huge senton by Carino. They're in the high top tables area. Beer to the head of Carino. The announcers are in the splash zone. <laughs> ah, damn it, Adam. Uh, so what I was asking, Adam, <laughs> you, you've worked in venues like this. As a, as a referee, is it difficult to stay in position? Like, I, I just was curious, as a, as, a, as a referee, how would you, like, walk around and and officiate something like this. So a uh, great drop in Adam Carino throws Alonzo onto the railing. So then we have, uh, we have uh, this line. What if Joe Alonzo can never speak again? Like just so angry. I love, I just love a lot of lines in here. If you guys go uh, to the new merch stand, point out the new shirts on the deal machine put over there that the deal machine put over there. Just funny that they're selling your merchandise. I, I, I don't know. It's just like, you know, as a regular wrestling fan that watches this all the time, and <laughs> like little things like this, just they're so different, just stood out to me for sure. So that's uh, funny. They're like, they're fighting to the merch stand, and you're somebody, <laughs> be sure to pick up your merch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I know I didn't say it exactly right, but it was just so funny. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Now that's Danny the- Deals. He runs the nwashop.com. And, and he 100% does. And that's what's great about this. It's like they have multiple jobs there, like like an independent wrestling organization, and and they're and and you know it's real. It's not like obviously Michael Cole doesn't work the merch stand, so <laughs> right. it, it has a big and small feel at the same time, and it's it's personal. So I I, I definitely dug it. You know, now they're in the upper level brawling. Carino has Alonzo on the guardrail, using the rail as a weapon. Now, Alonzo using one of the fans' replica television belts on Carino. I mean, uh, you know, Brian, how about this impromptu stuff? Uh, you know, it's just amazing, isn't it? That he, act- there's no way he knew that was there, right? Oh, no, absolutely not. And and to incorporate it in, I thought was hilarious. And then just watching him grind it on the face, when he hands it back to the fan, the fan immediately just passes the belt <laughs> off too. And Tim Storm's like, well, he can't be enjoying that. He just gave it away to a friend. What a fun environment, man! What yeah, and then somebody, another guy on the announcer was like, "Yeah, be sure to look for that on eBay." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, NWA doesn't come out to the, the Northeast very often. I would love if, if they could. They would. They would make a trip out here. I would definitely go. Headbutts by Carino. Alfonso falls off the rafters. A lot of build by the announcers here for sure. Carino jumps off the top of the rafters and hits everyone but Alonzo, <laughs> but doesn't know it, does he? Uh, face first on the wood to Carino, or face first uh, on the wood from Carino. Ref out of position, though, Adam. <laughs> Carino out at two. Now Alfa- Alonzo with the rope. This is some kind of random rope. Uh, Devin, did this make a good pick? I mean, or, damn it. James, did Devin make a good pick here <laughs> as a match? <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, not too shabby. 
I, I, uh, I do kind of like the, I'm not all for fighting in the stands and stuff like that, but it is cool to see a little bit of fan interaction. At least, you know, that they're kind of getting into it. And, uh, even if you fight in the stands, you kind of make them <laughs> get into it, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, leaping over the balcony thing. I'm kind of with Jim Ross on this though. It took a little bit to set up. So it's just like, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're waiting, you know, like, yeah. I, I kind of get that. But, yeah, I mean, I like the involvement of the outside of the ring stuff, especially. That's true, though, about him. Well, he says, friend or foe. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to ask this to you guys, too. With them fighting around the arena like this, do you think that since it's such a small venue anyway, that that helps rather than when you're fighting around the big arenas like they do with WWE or AEW? You took the words right out of my mouth, actually, because I was saying that, too. There's more space here. And it feels like there's more that they're able to do because of it. Yeah. Well, and it's a pillar to post match. So, you know, you got to kind of get out there a little bit. There you go. So using the metal hook on Carino now, Alonzo's sitting on the throne. <laughs> so, uh, James, how'd you like the set? Anything that you would have added to it? Uh, maybe this is just nitpicky and it's kind of, you know, bullshit, but it did kind of stick out to me. Having them walk out and then walk under that, like, uh, you know, entrance still was a little weird to me. Because, in uh, well, I'll save it for, I would just say in the, not every match did the partners or people walk under that thing. Because in one match that we may talk about, oh, uh, one partner went under the thing and the other partner swooped around it. So I kind of thought that was a little ridiculous just to, you should have it right where they come out then if you're going to have them walk under that thing. But yeah, I mean, I didn't mind it. It wasn't wasn't terrible. The set was okay. It wasn't spectacular, but uh, at least they did something where it just wasn't plain. So I always ask you because you do notice those things, and I always think it's important to ask you that stuff. So. Um, Alonzo getting crushed now with his with a trash can now suffocating Alonzo. So Devin Alonzo got too cocky, didn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, he definitely did when he. Uh... Instead of fishing off Colby, he ran up and sat on that throne like you were talking about and gave Colby way too much time to recover. It was just that arrogant, cocky Joe Alonzo Jr. that he is. DDT to Alonzo on the floor, and hit Carino gets the one, two, three pin. And Devin, right back to you. Did the right guy go over? Ah, uh, for sure. Joe had been going after Colby's entire family. Colby needed to get retribution here. And one more thing. Was that the match of the night, the MOTN? Yes, it was. It was voted on by the fans. It's match of the night. All right, that's the match. I, I'm going to tell you what, I found this extremely entertaining. I found the announcers very entertaining. Uh, I enjoyed it. I actually watched it twice, so go figure. Back to you, James. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I dug the match, uh, you know. Yeah. Could have been a little more, but it could have been a whole lot less. And I know that's uh, not to shit on anything, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was definitely uh, entertaining. Had some good parts for sure. And uh, boy, this uh, <laughs> keeping the ball rolling with uh, you know, I guess I'm up next. And hey, thank God, <laughs> the spirit, <laughs> the spirit of the schedule change. And boy, howdy, isn't this uh, just perfect for the time? Because. Uh, well, I know Brad initially put this because my work schedule changed and, uh, I'm off, uh, Thursday, Friday now. Cause Hey, what's better than having the middle of the fucking week off? You know what I'm saying? What's better I know the than feeling, pal. 
I know the feeling. Working every weekend. You know, this is awesome stuff. But yeah, so I had that schedule change. And then, uh, as you have heard this, time changed this past weekend for those who participate in such a thing. <laughs> I guess some states do, some states don't, some countries Australia? don't. I didn't realize that was this weekend. And so. also, we're recording at a different time and no one's here. <laughs> so, you know. Wait a minute. <laughs> there he is. Then, hey. <laughs> well, we got Adam. Where are you? I'll stop my wrestling training. This is like oh, a Lee yeah. Marshall. This is like Lee Marshall on the road thing. I kind of dig it. Sorry, James. Go ahead, buddy. Oh no. Uh, yeah, you know, schedule changes and everything. But hey, I will say this, and I know that I talked about this for like two straight months on our podcast, but. It did uh, spur me to start really applying for different jobs because uh, kind of fucking not going to work Thursday, Friday for the rest of my life. Or not going to be off only Thursday, Friday for the rest of my life. So, you know, hey, but this is what we do. We adapt. Because when your schedule changes and pins you down, you kick out at two, you cuss out your store director and you start looking for a different job. Because I also use profanity in my store director's face and... Yeah, because he's kind of a straight-laced dude, so I was like, uh, it's kind of bullshit, sir. Like, I said that, I was like, it's kind of bullshit. Well, I don't appreciate you using profanity in my face. And I go, well, I don't appreciate you allowing this problem to happen for a year and a half, but here we are. And I was like, but I got a lot of work to do, sir, so I'm going to get back to it. <laughs> and just, like, walked off. Like, fuck that, dude. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. He's, a, he's incompetent to be in the position he's in, and it's it shows every single day. So maybe it is time for a little schedule change for old James, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, that is the spirit of the schedule change. Kind of intrigued what Adam's doing, though. Yeah, it looks like he's walking through a haunted house. <laughs> on a scavenger hunt right now. Can he sit your ass down? Or is this your topic? You're showing off the wrestling training. Yeah, that'll be my topic. <laughs> <laughs> That caution tape, I'm assuming it's a murder scene as well. <laughs> no, they decorated. They just had a Halloween show and they still got the decorations up. Yeah, I figured. Adam coming <laughs> in from an active crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, what do you want to do now, James? Hell, what better way than to watch wrestling than with some food? So, on today's Mike's Meet Minute, Hey, just get whatever you like and do that. <laughs> you know? It, uh, what was that? Go to Wendy's, get the 20-piece. Uh, go get your chicken nuggets. <laughs> but no. Uh, I just want to throw this out there. McDonald's does a 40-piece. Go to McDonald's. Chick-fil-A's got some good chicken nuggets, too. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> oh, man. How about this, huh? Boy, the schedule change is something else. <laughs> <laughs> so uh whoo Devin, we've already done your topic. I guess uh Adam, you got anything for us as an in-ring performer? Well, all my notes are stuff at the house. So <laughs> I feel like if you're gonna do as an in-ring performer, you need to be in the ring though. For real. Go take a couple bumps or something. <laughs> I hang on like I can go to the Hang on. Yeah, hang on, everyone at home. Just hang on, all right? Everybody, <laughs> everybody, make sure. Let's start. Uh, the 
We are in a timeout, folks. We are in a timeout. Adam is going to walk to the ring. We have no idea how long it's going to take. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. There it is. Who's that? Can he put you in a headlock or something? Who's so please. Oh, I mean, we're in the ring now. Now we're all not on the premiere streaming. Now I can do my in ring in the ring. I like it. But uh, I think I'm a notes nothing. But I know one match stood out to me the most. Perfect. On AEW, and it was of course MJF and Kenny Omega. Uh, that's probably probably the damn match of the year, almost at least top three. Uh, when you think MJF can't get no better, he he pulls out another damn match, and shows different sides of him he didn't know he could do. So that stood out, and then the Ilya Dragunov and the Carmelo Hayes match for NXT was pretty good. Pretty good with a bad finish. Yeah, I, I, they, the referee got buried pretty bad, but I'm interested to in see where they're going to go with Carmelo I mean, with a trick. And uh, who else was it? That's about the only ones that really stood out. But Were you surprised um... – for the breakout tournament, the girls' breakout tournament, that uh, no, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Lola. Yeah, but um, did you think she was going to win that match? I did not. No, I didn't think she was going to win at all. But look at Tiffany Stratton; she didn't even win it last year, and she's already been champion. No, I get you. I just was surprised. I thought because the reason I say that, Adams, because I thought Lola Vice has already kind of been somewhat involved before the breakout tournament. Yeah. That's why I, I thought maybe not. But hey, shout out. But, hey, both of them girls are badass, man. I mean, NXT's probably got the best women's division in all of wrestling right now. They're great. I mean, they have just as much, just as many matches as the men do. And they, they stand up to anybody in the business. That's a bold prediction. No, I mean, uh, Impact is a close. Impact has a damn, you know, the knockouts. They got a badass women's division, so and they let you know every chance they get. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Deanna Perrazzo. Shout out. Oh yeah, big big fan of Deanna Perrazzo. Yeah, drank at a bar with her. We all did. We did we all did? <laughs> I'm ready for some Thunder Rosa to come back too now. Hell yeah, yeah, for real. I made a man. She's like a legit badass though. That's been over a year now, right? Yeah, it feels like it. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I cannot believe. Shout out to that. the the NWA's women division too, led by Kenzie Page, yep. women's champion. I'll be there. Pretty empowered. Court, I'll be there Saturday. Hell yeah! I've already talked to a referee there and a couple of performers there. Dr. Which referee? Talk to? That might be him on uh, Devin's wall. Uh, for those of you at the home of Premiere, I guess you just have to look at the wall and guess. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're just going to guess by guessing again now. check the archives. Hey. Yeah. I will say, uh, you talked to Billy Corgan. Uh, you know, tell him we said what's up. Yeah. Just Brad says hi. Check <laughs> out crew. Yeah. <laughs> tell him Tonight Tonight is one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. I want to get there early so I can talk to Jared and talk to uh, who else is going Thrill Billy? Sure Kenzie and all of them, but... Yeah, Thrill Billy. Londo is the one I'm interested in seeing. Thrill Billy, you got uh, AJ Kazana. Well, I'll get to meet Thrill Billy, because that's part of the uh, thing I bought. Perfect. 
Yeah. You should wear one uh, of the uh, Southern Kiko. Six. You should wear a KOC shirt when you meet him. Just be like, hey, hey, hey. Oh, I'm cool. wearing it. Tell him your team. Tell him your team, Emu. I forget. <laughs> yeah. Freaking cracked me up. He was so freaking funny. <laughs> I, so um, I was I ain't got a chance to tell y'all because I kind of just made it happen. Breaking news. Trainer, yeah, this is breaking news. I ain't even got a chance to tell y'all yet. But the trainer here at Spartan Wrestling, he goes by Josh O'Hagan. He's been wrestling probably since like 2002, 2003. He's trained some of the top-notch guys in NXT. He does the training here, and he agreed to come on the show here pretty soon. So we're going to do an episode here. That'd be cool. Like he's going to break off. Uh, he's going to let the champion here, Justin Flo. He's training right now. He's training the class. And O'Hagan said that he'll come back, and he said, "Hell, I'd love to be on your podcast." So I've I've that, got that arranged. There you go. Is he busy now? Oh, he's done, son. We're does, down he a, does he have a recipe he would like to put on? Yeah, his? we're down a guy and a half here tonight. We're down a guy and a half. <laughs> Did y'all tell him while I was late? Nope. Um, uh, so I got a speeding ticket coming home from a show one night at like one in the morning. And I swear to God, guys, there's like a half a mile stretch where the speed limit goes from 55 to 45. And if you don't see the sign, you just, you're just screwed. And I didn't see it. And the cop happened to be sitting right there behind that damn sign or something. And he caught me in that little half a mile stretch where it went from 55 to 45. He got me 59 in a 45. Damn. So I went to court because they told me I could do driving school. And when I get there, they said, well, have you ever got a driving ticket, a speeding ticket? I said, yeah, back when I was a stupid teenager. Well, you don't, you're going to have to talk to the uh, prosecutor. You got to come back in two weeks. Well, I drove an hour to get there, and y'all told me y'all offered it, and I'm not coming back. You got to go back. <laughs> no, I, paid, no, I just paid the stupid fine. Ah. It's an hour there, hour back, plus I got to do it yeah, You already paid weeks. it. No, you already paid here's, here's it my mileage. Kiss my ass. <laughs> hmm. I could have told they you had that. had to pay court cost. How do you pay court costs when you're when you're doing court out of a community center? It's not court costs, it's community center cost. <laughs> That's just Alabama bullshit that I deal with. <sighs> we had to sit outside and wait on them to call us to come in because the building was so small. I swear. I believe it. <laughs> I sat outside for like 45 minutes before they even called my damn name to come in and sit down to get called to go to talk to the judge. Love it. I love going Welcome to, to Alabama, damn it. Dealing with that. I looked to see today how much my um, WrestleMania tickets would, would sell for. I'm not selling them. $3,000. Wowzers. That's not surprising. One, one night. One ticket, two nights. Like so, a two night ticket, three thousand yeah. dollars. I don't know why I randomly brought that up just now. Because <laughs> you think about selling it, huh? <laughs> uh, if it gets to six, I might. <laughs> You're gonna sell it to help Adam pay off his ticket. That's why. <laughs> but anyway, I couldn't believe when I saw that. But go ahead. If the Rockets announce, who knows? 
Oh, oh man. Wrong. If the rock gets announced and it goes to like 10 grand, are you going to sell it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to I'm still going to have the hotel for the weekend though. Yeah. Maybe hang out with Stunt Marshall, huh? Uh, say, hey, you can you can party it down with ten grand yeah. in Philly. Yeah, I'll be Dude, fine. Have... I'll be just fine not seeing it if that's the case. Yeah, once in a lifetime, those... ten, ten grand, ten yeah. grand, ten grand is those a once in a lifetime thing, you know. Yeah. Those yeah. indie shows around Mania weekend are sometimes just as much that's, fun that's... as the show itself. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I could believe when I saw that, but anyway, I, I'm sorry. I don't know why that randomly brought that up. Back to you, uh, Adam. <laughs> Okay, back to you, James. Thank you, James. Right on. Adam's over there acknowledging his travel chief. <laughs> He's about to <laughs> drop an elbow, I think. <laughs> like Macho steers spinning around. Oh man, shit fire! I guess uh, is it time for uh, match deuce? Yeah, let's do it. You gonna stick around, Adam? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hang out for a minute. All right. I'm at least going to see if O'Hagan will say hi. O'Hagan. But what is match two? Oh, it is the Southern Six versus uh, the Headbangers in a rock and roll tag team match. It took place. No, I'm kidding. But uh, it had a match length of seven <laughs> minutes and 49 seconds. This is also off of the saw win pay-per-view we're sticking with that same pay-per-view if you uh you know hadn't if you don't remember Devin's agenda but indulge indulge me james say where the say where it's at it's a place <laughs> uh the temple of asylum room in cleveland ohio <laughs> this is the other picture i found in the building <laughs> this is really how it looks <laughs> this is the building itself again off of their website <laughs> i had to get this again Good emphasis on the streetlights and like uh shout out to still no advertising or name plates or anything on that building, letting you know what the fuck it is. That's why I wanted to pull this up. I'm like, there's no way you know unless you know that's what this is. There's no way to know. I'm more intrigued at the piles of snow in front of the you know than anything. Oh man. Woo. Sometimes it's worth hiring somebody to take you know professional photos. Look at that car again. What <laughs> year is this? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, beautiful Go building ahead. could use a good pressure washing, probably, but you know, probably, <laughs> and maybe a fucking banner or something, something that would let people know, hey, what building is that? Oh, it says it right there. Not. Look at this rundown piece of shit right here. But I digress. I bet the yeah, I bet the Temple Live people are just awesome. But yeah, uh had a match length of seven minutes, forty-nine seconds, and this is a uh what do you call it? Take a shot for the shot or something type of match. I don't know. Well, what? you didn't know, you didn't know right away. It was a rock and roll match, right? Yeah, and it's a rock and roll tag team match. So right, uh, and then they change the rules when it starts, right? <laughs> well, Devin, how did we get here? <laughs> so the Southern Six have been claiming that they are the king of rock and roll. Uh, they've been cutting promos the past few weeks uh, backstage at NWA, and pretty much Billy Corgan and Kyle Davis said, "No, 
You're not the king of rock and roll. And, uh... (laughs) Yeah, someone commented that on our ex. But, um... So, uh... Kyle Davis announced that Carrie Morton and Alex Taylor will be taking on a returning tag team that Billy Corgan was bringing to the NWA, bringing back to the NWA. And then the last week, right before the, the Sawin pay-per-view, it was announced as former NWA tag team champions, the Headbangers, Mosh and Thrasher. So we had the Sawin six. Pretty much it. Yeah, I, I I read I read the notes beforehand. Thank you, Devin. So <laughs> it said basically there's a match, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Southern Six entrance, uh, accompanied by licensed bartender. <laughs> In this matchup, every every Hi, time. Hi, Brad. Yeah. So this is O'Hagan. This is the guy I'll tell you about. Hey there. Uh, hey. My buddy James, Brad, Devin, and our producer Bryant. Hola, como se señores? Oh yeah, he's Spanish. Bienvenidos. But he has an Irish gimmick. I could be French if you wanted to. He can. <laughs> he's he's good at French stuff. How do you think I got the job? <laughs> I was supposed to tell him that was a. I'm just. I don't do. <laughs> I like French, but I don't do French things. That's why I have so many kids. Hey, I never. Is. I never did that. I what's it called? The uh, the the pull out. <laughs> Shit's always weak. It's all right. It's the Alabama thing. <laughs> I love it. He's staring at you right now. Dude, we, we was out there training earlier, and he stepped on one of them barking spiders and ran everybody off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of course, I get blamed for it because I'm ref. Uh, he's having a good time over there. <laughs> uh, for those of you at home that <laughs> are not watching the premiere he's training, training me network, how to count to three. Y'all let me alone. <laughs> Seems like a character. Yeah, I told him you agreed to come on here pretty soon, so. Yeah, why not? You guys <laughs> look a, like a lively bunch. That's what I right. say every week. <laughs> we got Florida, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Nebraska. Florida, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia. <laughs> Governor New York. Monesson for a while. Oh, yeah. Devin might be New York, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's not <laughs> Pennsylvania, but you know what? He looks very Pennsylvanian. A little bit country and rock and roll. I stayed in Monesson, Pennsylvania for a while. I used to live in Manhattan. Uh, stayed in Tampa, Florida. Yeah, I can connect with all you guys. We'll we'll talk about some White Castle or something. He left off Nebraska because Nebraska sucks. <laughs> it does. Nobody wants to be here. I get that. <laughs> I appreciate you saying hey real quick, man. Thank hey, you. real quick. You guys look like a cooler version of the A team. Anyone ever told you that? No, but no. Using using that moving forward. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it for You're sure. Like the A plus team. <laughs> I can go home after that. There it is. <laughs> Your money's in the mail. <laughs> yep. That was fun. Seriously. That was, he seems like a fun guy. That'll be a oh, fun show. The A plus team. All right. So like I was saying, the Southern look, so Quick story. This is how, like, how, like, how me and him are like, kind of, our attitudes were kind of the same. My Wi-Fi at home is called FBI surveillance van, and he renamed his Wi-Fi F- FBI 
um, something along the lines of FBI surveillance, something or another. And we were talking about it one day, and he showed me his, and I showed him mine, our Wi Fi's. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's, yeah, he, he's cool as hell. That's going to be a Mine's, fun ass show. My Wi Fi is Bill Y the Science Fi. Look at you. Look at you. Mine's King James. When a friend comes over, <laughs> a friend comes over and says, Hey, what's your Wi Fi? And I'm like, Ah, oh, it's the Xfinity. And they see FBI surveillance van, and I start flipping out, like, what are you doing? Get away from that. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, let's try this again. The Southern Six entrance, accompanied by a licensed bartender. In this matchup, every time you go for a pin and don't get it, you have to take a shot. James, that's right up your alley, isn't it? Yeah, I'd be false finishing like a mofo <laughs> you know, during this match. <laughs> so I have a quote here. Southern Six in the building, which means the divorce rate just went up. Yeah. yeah. Freaking funny-ass shit by these announcers, let me tell you. Devin, are these announcers incredible or what? Oh, yeah. Uh, these announcers love these guys. Uh Joe Galley went to, on the Australian tour with the, the Southern Six when the Southern Six officially formed. And uh, he's technically part of the Southern Six, but storyline-wise, he's not supposed to be. I, so, I, I hate, I hate he's to best friends with these guys. So the reputation of the NWA is it was very serious. There was no music. There was no there was solid wrestling games. What the fuck are we talking about here? Okay? <laughs> if anything is a game, this match is a game. The first match was a game. Like, not the match we watched, the match before that with 800 people in it. You know what I'm talking about. Rolando Perez, what is going on with the NWA? What are they trying to be? So, the NWA <laughs> is that. They're strict, hard-nosed, but they also like to have some fun. Beyond this fun! No one's doing shots in the WWE. <laughs> this pay-per-view right here oh, was Hardy had that completely one out of the mind of James Mitchell. James Billy Mitchell Corbin works for NWA. <laughs> But James Mitchell made this shot match. Listen, I love it. I'm just I'm just trying to say, like, Cardona a couple years ago was saying they needed to spice things up. Well, consider it spiced. Very spicy. Like, like uh, yeah. Spice girl. Spices. So, Headbangers entrance, a big pop. So, are you a fan of the Headbangers there, Bryant? Of course. How do, who doesn't love a good nostalgia pop for this? I mean... Mosh Thrasher, I mean, huge parts of the Attitude Era. I mean, it was great to see stalwarts. him come back. Announcer said they were stalwarts of the Attitude Era. There it is. Stalwarts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, all right. <laughs> Real men wear like... skirts. Yep. And that looks like a jizz shirt. <laughs> Adam, who's the rough in this one? Do you know? Oh, I didn't look it up. Yeah, yeah. I can help you out. It was Kevin Keenan. Fantastic. Thanks, Devin. So, um, James, in this kind of match. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why I wrote that, James. I wrote kind of match, huh? (laughs) I wrote James, is this kind of match? Guys are drinking whiskey before it even starts. Are you a whiskey drinker? And if so, what's your whiskey of choice? Thank God I saved that, huh? Uh, in yeah. college, 
I'm not like I don't drink whiskey a bunch, obviously. In college, uh old Evan Williams Green Label, because it was the cheapest one. And whoo, you want to talk about some uh some fun times I don't remember <laughs> on that, because uh that was black eyed drunk. A handle was only like 16 bucks and mm. oh boy. Evan Williams. Devin, why did Alex take a shot before the match even started? Uh, um, I listened to the NWA. They had a post show on YouTube that I listened to. And Joe Galley released that all four of these guys had no idea what the rules were before they started. <laughs> that about five minutes into the match, Kevin Keenan's trying to tell them all the rules. And they're like, oh, okay, finally catching on. Wait, but wait, at wait, the start wait. Of it, they just thought they had to drink. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you trying to tell me these guys aren't licensed bartenders? No, 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 no. The licensed bartenders, quote unquote, outside the ring, they're just independent wrestlers from the Chicago area. Well, would you take shots with the headbangers? Hell yeah, I would. <laughs> if they passed me that bottle back and forth, I'd tip it back. Dude, those, those bartenders were jacked. I've never seen a jacked bartender. <laughs> what? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> He's I a good Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. I wouldn't see him punk there if they were independent wrestlers in the Chicago area. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Boom, roasted. Yeah. He, he's a good Christian boy. That was another line used there. <laughs> Harry had a Foster's and was blackout. Or Harry had half a Foster's and was blackout drunk. Yeah. Dude, there's some lines. There's some lines in this one. I love all three of these commentators. He doesn't know how to handle his alcohol. <laughs> Headbangers pouring uh, liquor into Carrie's mouth falls out of the ring, slapped by the bartender. <laughs> Mosh springboard to Carrie, kick out. Now Mosh, Mosh uh, taking a shot. Devin, is this normal in NWA, or is this the first drinking match that you've seen? This is definitely the very first rock and roll drinking match I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, it's not a normal thing in the NWA. Nor later in this pay per view, there's a. There's a spot where you can see James Mitchell and Gags the Gimp snorting a white powder off a table. That's not normal in the NWA either. <laughs> so, I missed the cocaine so spot. <laughs> that means there's one thing missing. That means there's one what? thing missing in this whole thing. What's that? Well, if there's drugs and rock and roll, there's only one thing missing. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, old rats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Old backstage bitty. <laughs> Double I team. don't know if there's any of that. <laughs> Double Back team to mad the... and banging rats. Oh, Here we go. Brad, continue. I'm trying. <laughs> Double team to the gigolo Alex Taylor. Kick out at two. Thrasher takes a shot. Roll up by Alex. Now he takes two shots for some reason. <laughs> Love it. We're going to page two of the notes. They, they didn't he told you why. Go ahead. Remember, he spit one in the face of the oh, of right, one of the headbangers. <laughs> Alex getting aggressive, carrying the ring. Quick tags by the Southern Six. Double vertical to one of the headbangers. I couldn't. Re that was tough. You know, sometimes I get confused on which one's which for sure. Um, Brad was taking shots with him. That's why. <laughs> right. <laughs> snapping the next by Alex. Double team again. Double bird salute. <laughs> Adam, as an in-ring performer and a non-drinker. What's your take on this? Did he freaking leave? <laughs> Did he leave just then? No, no, his screen's off. 
But he's still, he's still there. He's on. My man. Ask him again. <laughs> Adam, as a message popped up. Adam, as an in-ring performer and a non-drinker, what's your take on this? I mean, it's something different. I mean, I wasn't mad about it. I mean, it's like I said, you got the nostalgia pop. It's something different. It's something to draw eyes. I mean, I'm for it. Why not? Yeah, why not? It's a Chamber of Horror match, though. You're out. Out of here. <laughs> Brian, do you think um, you are a bigger lightweight than Carrie here? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, I'm way better a drinker than Carrie. I that mean, was for Mike, God. 100%. That was for <laughs> <laughs> I started substituting Brian for Mike, and that one was literally for Mike. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> We got to think about like volume of alcohol consumed to volume of body with Mike, you know? Yeah, that's, that's true. true. It's like one of us drinking a keg when he drinks a fucking, you know, eight ounce. This is true too. Yeah. Thrasher double teamed and no offense, uh, no offense at all by the headbangers. Back body drop from Mosh to Alex Taylor. On a 10 count, both guys should have to drink, says he in one of the announcers. <laughs> everyone, everyone at this point is acting drunk. Mosh knocks Carrie out of the ring. Mosh talking. Talking or taking out all the bouncers. James, never good when the bouncers are getting their ass kicked, right? Yeah, it doesn't really uh, bode well for the establishment <laughs> when these half drunk guys are laying waste to uh, you know, your your security, your you know, your buff team. <laughs> Alex Taylor does a shot from the turnbuckle, then gets pushed off by Thrasher into everyone. Thrasher dives out of the ring and creates a mosh pit. Devin, have you ever been in a mosh pit? And if so, explain. <laughs> nope. Easy answer. I uh I've been to a I I've been to an Austin Winkler concert who used to be the lead singer of Hinder. And that was the closest <laughs> thing I came to a mosh pit. <laughs> but <laughs> I was standing on the outside where a bunch of people were. I want to see everybody own. lose their fucking minds on this next song. I really miss your hair in my face. <laughs> the lips of an angel. I haven't seen Watch People. I went to Lips of an Angel concert. Get the fuck out of town. <laughs> the announcer's just as confused as I am about which headbangers in the ring because they start messing the names up too. Uh, Mosh flashes Carrie. Carrie rolls up Mosh, feet on the ropes for the quick win out of nowhere. Carrie leaves the ring drunk. Adam, how annoyed are you by this point? Or as you said, you just were enjoying the entertainment, right? Okay. Uh, Alex Taylor. Uh, you gotta have a little bit of Yeah, I agree. Oh man, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. It's a take a shot match, baby. <laughs> Alex Taylor giving shots to the headbanger. They all do a shot in the to the delight of the fans. Then the headbangers take out Alex Taylor. Stage eye, stage eye by the uh, headbangers. Uh, Brian, you saw all this. Um, you you thought all of this was corny, right? Or did you actually enjoy it? I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was. I thought it was hilarious watching everybody try to take shots. And I mean, we all need to yell at Thrasher for the party foul when he spilled his shot. But <laughs> thank you for bringing that up. I I was about to say something. But I mean, I I liked it for what it was, and plus, it's one of those short, quick matches just for kind of that ha ha kind of spot in the show, right? So they were kind of like hinting that Thrill Billy might come out and help the Southern Six, but he didn't. And then there was this line: "Carrie Morton doesn't know how my water bottle works." 
<laughs> Kerry picked up his water and tried to tip it upside <laughs> yeah. down and drink, but I had a cover on it, like with a straw. <laughs> he couldn't figure it out. Yeah, and then he's so, like, "It's not how it works. That's not how it works. That's not how it works." <laughs> <laughs> so more shots in the ring. Headbangers playing to the crowd for sure. This kind of reminds me when we watched that match with Stunt Marshall and Scott Steiner. How even though Stunt Marshall won, Scott Steiner stayed in the ring and had this fun with the crowd because they're there. You know, they're there for for him or for them because it's a nostalgic act even though they didn't go over everybody wants to see them do their stuff and get their stuff in and that's exactly what the headbangers did so oh, that's God. the match guys so i hope you enjoyed it uh thank you Devin, for that oh, it was a I lot do, of fun i do have a few questions if you guys are ready well and uh where did you get those questions oh it's on uh your shows uh social media kick out crew pretty much wherever brad posts uh what we're covering and, uh, you know, you can leave your questions and comments there, and uh, we'll read them on your show. This question right. comes from Domino Chris. I haven't seen any of these matches yet, but I love the feedback. Given the true competitive nature of everyone involved, the extreme talent, and all grateful to see, and the special stipulation of take a shot match, how big is Batista's dick? <laughs> ah. Not if as big as James Mitchell's. If you I was listen so to something excited wrestle, to get this there. question from Domino Chris. I really was excited. I see <laughs> right. this long thing. I get, the minute I get he quick. started with like, I haven't watched it yet, and then started going into kind of detail, I'm like, oh, this is a Batista dick question. I know it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's the, like, I didn't watch it, but then you're going to give a little detail, and then, yeah. Work, work in the crowd, Domino. Good job. Jason X on Twitter wants to know, does the NWA do the best job with the junior cruiserweight division than all of the major organizations? I mean, the fact that they have one, right? I, I mean, think so. probably so because they talk about it. They're the only ones that really have that division, honestly, that have it labeled for that division. Everybody else just has everybody mixed together at this point. I mean, That's part of the reason I chose this match, we've been covering a lot of cruiserweight matches throughout the past couple of weeks. This was NWA's, like, two of their best, putting on the best they can do. I thought it was awesome. When Thrill Billy came on the show, he he likes the fact that they kept it separate because he feels that it really is, you really can't have the small guys versus the big guys. He, he really believed that. You know, we had someone, Matt M., I think, came on the show and said it shouldn't matter, but then I brought up uh, Brian Cage, you know, and... I still to this day don't think Darby Allen should be pinning Brian Cage. I don't. <laughs> um, when you hear uh, someone like Kevin Nash talk about why he he lost to Rey Mysterio, it was because of pure speed, which uh, it was uh, that was the reason he thought it, that made it believable. It has to be believable, and uh, I, I like the separation of it. I think they do a good job. What do you think, Adam? It's all about how they do it, you know. Like Kevin Nash, it's got to be believable. I mean, David Goliath. You know, the, the story from thousand years ago, two five thousand years ago. It's all about how you do it. I mean, it's gotta be believable. Darby can beat Brian Cage, but it's gotta be to where he's he's gotta do it quick out of nowhere, something to that effect. It can't be straight up one against one, because Brian Cage should beat the shit out of him. So it's all about how it is set up and how it's presented. Because O'Hagan, like I said, O'Hagan, he's probably smaller than me. But I guarantee you, put him up against anybody, he could whoop their ass, no doubt. Because he's just that damn good. So it's all about yeah. presentation. Uh, Philzy Punks wants to know on Twitter, what's the crew's shot of choice? Uh, mine is tequila. 
Crown Royal. Yeah, Crown Apple. Uh, my, mine is Crown Peach, so we'll just cover the bases there. I like yeah. a I like a Soco and Lime is a good one. But here's the thing: if I'm at a bar and I'm about to go talk to a chick, I'll ask if they have Rumple Mints. You know, so that way the breast smells minty when I go to talk to the lady. But here's That's the smooth. kicker. Rumplemints is a hundred proof. <laughs> so you know, sometimes it's like, woo! You know, it truly we... is a kicker. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gonna say buttery nipple. No, hell no. Soco and lime <laughs> or uh, you know, rumplemints. But y'all doing the flavor. I'll give Devin whatever with just crown, but the crown apple, crown peach on the stuff, that tastes like syrup, man. This shit's so thick. Like a crown <laughs> apple and sprite, bomb. But you know, just straight up like crown apple and stuff. That's just like like drinking honey you know i think i think i've talked about it on the show before but the crown vanilla and you put that in some coke that works there you All take right. some old traditional is that christian valor's headpiece it sure is fucking hey i'm gonna have to tell him on facebook even though he doesn't know who the hell i am like hey <laughs> yeah so adam wearing your gimmick that's yeah. his gimmick on premiere streaming network Black Widow 4 wants to know, what other lead singer should start a wrestling promotion? <laughs> Who's that awesome, guy Devin just mentioned? That is an awesome question. Oh, yeah, Lips of an Angel. They go in there and, you know. <laughs> awesome Winkler. It's all, it's all Bash at the Beach 2000 type pins, if you know what I'm saying. I don't know how to answer this. Can't hurt nobody. <laughs> that was a good one. That was good. That was... There you go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, dude. Corey Taylor. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Eddie Vedder. Oh. Just name it, people. <laughs> yeah. Axel Rose. <laughs> Axel Rose. Kurt Cobain could do a legend store. Oh. Brett Michaels. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Finally, K6614 wants Wait a minute. Know. Wait a minute. I got one. Oh, this All is right. the perfect answer, dude. It was set up and none of us got it. Fozzie. <laughs> ah, oh god, yep. That lead singer, I bet he can do some wrestling stuff. I think he can figure something out. <laughs> Finally, K6614 wants to know should the NWA go back to the territory system? They actually they are. are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they actually are. Yeah. Yes, because they see are. Three's behind all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I heard he's gonna change his narrative. <laughs> it can be done if they do it right. Yes. All right, that's all the questions, guys. Thank you so much. Back it. to you, James. Well, hey, uh, you know, two uh, good matches from uh, Sawin NWA. Be sure to check out on Fight TV or Fight Plus, uh, whatever. That and uh, hey, why don't we keep the fun rolling with uh, Devin's demographic? Because you know, talking about watching stuff, what are we watching, Devin? Hey, hey let me go ahead and jump off because they're about to end class in a minute, so. I'm going to chat with O'Hagan and shit. It'll be fun okay. to see him on a future episode. Yeah. Oh, y'all going to like that ass off. I swear to God, you will. Oh, yeah. Well, glad you could join us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was under better circumstances. I was pissed earlier. What the fuck? I wish it was under better circumstances. Like, we're at a funeral right now. <laughs> nah, but I'm going to go out here and bury somebody. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Uh, good night, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah good so, night. for my Devin's demographic, nice. I got a bunch of stuff. 
Oh, I want to start off by at turning point, TNA's turning point. Uh, as we're recording is this Friday, as it's released, it'll have been last Friday, only on the Impact Plus app. You would have seen Simon Miller from What Culture taking mm. on Joe Hendry. Does that get a thumbs that, up? Does that get a thumbs up? It get a golden up to me. Joe Hendry. So as of right now, we we haven't seen it, but I will have watched that match. <laughs> as of this thing, so. we're the best. Oh. <laughs> the Rangers, the Texas Rangers, just won the World Series. Yeah, I've been bringing up baseball for months. The fucking Texas Rangers. I was you didn't the- even watch it, James. Uh, we watched the last outs. Uh, we watched the ninth inning on the Zoom in Palm Water last night. But I was sitting there like, man, could you believe the fucking Texas Rangers? Like. The fucking Texas Rangers did this. It's cool to see, you know. Obviously, I know both teams were kind of like Cinderella story being in the World Series, but the fucking Texas Rangers, man. How about that? Because they, they were good, and then they were complete dog ass. And, you know, like, how about Texas well, Shout Rangers. out to the Texas Rangers. Yep. Shout out to my San Francisco 49ers for just getting God, Chase no. Young. Star edge rusher from the Washington Commanders. I can't wait to see him this Sunday versus the Jaguars. Last and Sunday? I, no, no, this I Sunday. This is, as we're recording, it's Niners by week. And oh, nice. if I, if I remember job, Devin. I believe Brad is a big fan of the 49ers, as we can see here, him in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, Brad, a huge 49er fan as well. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, dude, hey, yes, you got to put is. up another picture that uh, for our our boy that ain't here, maybe he's on a date with a uh, you know a chick. Oh, yes, yes, I will. Uh, I can get that one up. Devin, continue. All right, so hockey's back. The NHL is back. Connor Bedard, the first pick by the Chicago Blackhawks, looks freaking amazing. Like, that team's kind of a joke, not going to lie, and he's already got them in, like, like the top of the standings. And, yeah, he looks like a star. So, nice. watch out for him. This Saturday, I turned 26 years old. Woo, go me. Jesus. <laughs> Happy like birthday, no Devin. <laughs> We're going to be birthday? seeing the return of the big show, Paul White in AEW. Teaming with God. Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. This <laughs> <laughs> is something I did not expect. Yeah, was well, that also on your bingo card for October 2023? When he came out, what were you thinking? I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, November 2023, anybody have that one? No, no. Big show and Ibushi and Omega. <laughs> I'd like he to hear their inside conversations. He looked really mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Uh, hey, the final to, thing. Well, shout out to LA Knight waiting <laughs> in Crown Jewel. I doubt that happened. But <laughs> so my final thing in my Devin's demographic is Tyson Fury should not have beat Francis Nagano. No. No way. If any of you guys watched the fight, Tyson Fury like literally got knocked down. His face was all cut open and. I get they have amount of punches or whatever. I don't understand all the boxing rules. Come on, I'm a wrestling fan. But a UFC fighter going in facing the top boxing champion in the world and going to decision. 
give it to the UFC fighter. What? Much That's like, it. Much like, much like pro wrestling, it's a work. So M O T N. It uh, it probably is Bryant, but that's what I got today for my Devin's demographic. Where'd your eyes go? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, as we all know, it was just Halloween, and uh, I know one of our boys uh had a scary uh costume type thing, Bryant. Uh. You got you ready for you this? Want that thing? Is that what you're talking about? This is the most ridiculous <laughs> shit I've ever seen. <laughs> here's here's about like, here's my to thing. compliment himself. Number one, you have to think about it like this. Like you have to think about like doing this filter on yourself. Number two, you have to like you have to do it and take the picture. Number three, you have to follow through and post it. Like this wasn't just like a Oh, I'm gonna hit the filter thing on Snapchat. See what I look like. You went through all of this shit, <laughs> you know. Like yep. this wasn't a one-off. Like this was like a planned thing. And then he posts this. And hey, <laughs> when I saw it on his Snapchat, I was like, "Oh man, we gotta butcher him for this. This is awful." I look sexy as hell as a girl. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. <laughs> For those of you not listening is or Mike not watching, fantasizing about himself as a female. That's the question we're asking. That is the question. Yeah. Uh, is Mike over there is... uh, getting his jollies on himself <laughs> being a girl? Because there's a lot. There's a lot going on here, man. There's, yeah. I don't know what to say. I don't know. <laughs> visual, like the visual representation, but you got to think about the act of actually going through this, and then. Even putting the caption, I look sexy as hell as a girl. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot going on with this thing. Shout out, Mike. <laughs> I know, uh, you know, he's uh, he's doing his thing, like, as a, you know, a father with, uh, you know, like, you know, the other person not there right now. But boy, howdy, man. Like, that doesn't mean you got to divert to this. <laughs> Hey, that being said, should we have waited till eight o'clock? <laughs> That's inside. Yeah, fucking when I saw that picture, yeah, it is. I put in the group <laughs> chat like, "We're gonna act like this doesn't exist." <laughs> like, yeah, we're just gonna act like this is just nothing. Is this something? It is something. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like I can see. Don't take this the wrong way, but I can see Devin having one of those. But because Erica like put the filter on him, like one of those things, yeah. like oh, yeah, <laughs> on Erica's that's story, like a, that's some couple shit. But just yeah. Mike, just freelance, like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, come on, Mike, <laughs> kick out it too, bud. <laughs> you know, kick out it too. Life ain't getting you that down, homie. Yo, we're here <laughs> for you. Kick out yeah. it too. Oh man. Y'all should definitely sign up for Premier Stream Network just to see that photo, because it is something. Boy, howdy. <laughs> that is something. But you know what else is something? A hot takes with Brad, because we've had a couple hot takes on this one, so hey, might as well keep it going. So Brad, what you got steaming our way on this one? So I'll, I want to say something first before I say that, do this. I, these are not my hot takes. I, I, I got a lot of DMs on Twitter saying, I can't believe you think that. I don't think that. 
I am just taking some hot takes and putting it out there for people to discuss. Okay. Gotcha. Not my idea. Wow. I really got roasted <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. So this is the reason I say this because of the first one right off the bat. <laughs> Mick Foley ruined wrestling by making it a stunt show. No. It's a hot take. That, that is. That is under the impression that everything is a stunt show now. And there's not. Like, if everything was crash and burn bullshit, I could see where they make that point. But you only get, like, you know, what, one ridiculous-ass match probably a month, maybe two. Is that a quote out of Ric Flair's book? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, I, what they're saying is, because I looked into it a little deeper, it was this was a Reddit, believe it or not, that everybody's been trying to one up him since and how far can you really take it? And it all goes back to the hell in the cell match, but even further back than that with his barbed wire matches and everything like that, that he took it to a level that made it uh, like a spot show uh, too dangerous. And that, yeah, that's that what the masters bump where his head bounces off the concrete. Like, Oh, and you can just hear the thud, you know? Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think he ruined wrestling. Or that one Halloween I love match Mick where uh, he gets buried on the stage. <laughs> Cruz, Cruz's favorite match of all time. <laughs> yeah, buried a couple times on that match. <laughs> uh, all right, second hot take: buying flowers for a woman is a complete waste of time. Yes. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. Yes. Brian was quick with that one. <laughs> yeah, really quick. <laughs> I, freaking, I hate it so much. Like, the request <laughs> is always there, but nothing. There's no follow through to take care of them, and then they just wilt and die. And I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. It's true. Get moldy. You're it's talking about, about roses. The, You're talking about, about the roses. act of the flower and not the actual preservation of the flower. Right. So I did this a couple years ago for Valentine's Day. I bought Erica a plant already in a pot. <laughs> so it was like already planted for her. She just had to keep did taking you go the, care Did of you go the res to get it? <laughs> not, <a> <laughs> not, no, I did not. I went to Emily's Flower Shop here in town. <laughs> oh, I know of it. <laughs> Shout out Emily's Flower Shop. Good old Emily. So is Somebody's... it a waste of time? <laughs> no, no, I think. I think buying about a potted plant you gotta put in the ground. Yeah, that's what I think buying cut off flowers is pointless. I'll buy flowers anytime it gets me out of any kind of trouble because it's just it it works. So are we not gonna discuss the genocide on roses around thanks or around Valentine's? Valentine's Day. Yeah. Think about the flowers. Hashtag (laughs) (laughs) it's a it's a fucking genocide every uh February for the flowers. Yeah. Think about the flowers. And they grow back every year. So I don't I don't know. <laughs> now you're opening up a whole Pandora's box on this subject that we're not going to discuss. I had one for Mike here that actually was mine, but I'm not going to say it now. All right. So Face Off is a way better movie than Con Air. Mm. I wouldn't say way I, I, I would say, say Con way Air. better. I'll the silence says it all. The silence. <laughs> I can't. I can't pick between the two. Anyone? Uh, yeah. So, ah, they're both great. Conair is a little bit better, I would say. But what? Both... I think Con Conair is more quotable. 
Connor's more. I can't, I can't quote off. anything he says in that with that southern accent that he doesn't deserve. Oh fuck off, Yankee! Yeah, he ain't a southerner. <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah. It's not a Yankee thing. He doesn't know what he said. He sounds terrible. Steve Buscemi plays a fucking uh, what? Uh, eater. What do you call those? Yeah, he eats people. Yeah, yeah. cannibal. Cannibal. That's what I was looking for. Steve Buscemi. Huh? <laughs> you know, whatever he's supposed to be, right? <laughs> Oh, no, it's good. Uh, they're both fun movies. They're not Academy Award winning movies. Wait, Devin, you okay. haven't seen either of them? I've seen Con Air oh. about like 10 years ago. You should ago. see Face Off. It's good. It is. There's a this part where, a... where their faces are switched and then uh, I think it's Travolta. Well, Face Travolta, but it's really kind of Nick Cage's character is listening to them discuss like beat, what was it, beating his daughter or his wife or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And he just like has to sit there and like laugh along with it. In reality, it's like killing him inside. Like, it's a, it's a yank, it's a yanker right there, man. Like that movie gets real legit. So Devin, yeah. because of the face is changing, uh, Nicholas Cage is a heel and a baby face, and John Travolta is a heel and a baby face in it because they're That's both true. playing the other person. It's really yeah. it's. I know that the idea is stupid, but the movie's well done. Yeah. <laughs> the part the part uh-huh. that as a the part that as a kid I I love I always enjoy the movie, but as an adult now I can watch it back and go, they switch faces. But why did how did their bodies change at the same time? <laughs> yeah. Like, what happened? Nobody can explain that part. To and wouldn't me. they be, wouldn't they be like slightly off center? Like nothing's ever perfect. You know? And yes. the thing is, is yeah, like John Travolta is a heavier man than Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They switch on purpose. You have to go see it now. Uh, All right, so, I'll put that up. One, right. sw- one, one of them switched. One of them switched. One of them switched on purpose. Let's just go with that. <laughs> this is the same kid who just in our group chat mentioned he's never seen the Truman Show. So for real man, you want to get ready for a mind fuck, bro? Do we live in the Truman Show? Or are you guys all fake? Yeah, and see Pleasantville after that. I guess see a bunch of weird shit. But I like the double court cold forty fives in uh in Face Off too by uh. By him, those are badass. The gold ones, I yeah. want them. Yes, <laughs> all right, let's do another one. We're wrap this up quick, though. So, there are no aliens, okay? There's no aliens, it's either people making shit up or it's the government fucking with us. Hot take, dumb, dumb take. that's a dumb take. So, there's aliens, yeah. You think in the billions and billions and billions of all of these galaxies and stars and all this stuff that we're the only fucking life? That's not. I don't think that's what they're saying. I, I think they're saying there's no aliens on Earth. Ah, oh, bullshit! You ever them lizard people, man? You know, <laughs> you know the elitists are all lizards. That's that's your story. <laughs> the lizard people. Lizard people. <laughs> that that's your proof. No. <laughs> what do you think, Devin? I uh, I I think humans are aliens. I think many years ago, some <laughs> sort of uh, alien. Breeded with uh, the thing that was close to monkeys and became humans. Isn't Scientology? So I think, you just do Scient- are you a Scientologist? I, just, <laughs> I think all of human race is an alien. And I think there's definitely other alien species out there. Kind of like James said. I learned this in third grade. Our sun is a star. So how yeah. come every other star out there can't be a sun? And have an uh, Earth or Earth-like planet revolving around it. So this is what I was taught when I was younger, that if you went the speed of light, so you would not make it there before you die to wherever something would live. 
So that's why they say there's no aliens here, some people say. But that's assuming the speed of light is the fastest thing going. That's, that's the only thing we can understand. Yeah, because it's uh, our brain can't comprehend the technology to where Correct. it's better than that. Yeah. So, hey, listen, I do think... What they go in warp speed? <laughs> huh? Warp speed. You know? Warp's quicker than light. What was the one in uh, Spaceballs? Super, <laughs> like, speed? super... Ludicrous. Yeah, ludicrous speed. speed. Ridiculous speed, then ludicrous speed. Speed they of light went plaid. Was first. I'm just saying, they went plaid. <laughs> they did real plaid. <laughs> and uh, Mega Maid went from suck to blow. <laughs> that's it <laughs> moving on James back to you hell yeah so uh, here we go with our sequel to a big announcement that was no announcement so are we doing this again or you know what's funny James is he's a complete <laughs> asshole Devin that is, is a complete asshole he still he asked me two weeks ago to pick the matches and today he just still didn't know what the matches were and I'm like I knew one of them this was your idea. He goes, yeah, but my birthday's passed at this point, so it doesn't matter anymore. So it should have been <laughs> this week. Devin, go ahead. You picked them anyway, so let's go. All right. So <laughs> I just decided to do one match that I absolutely love. <laughs> there's no theory. There's nothing here. <laughs> That'll be the two-man power trip versus the Brothers of Destruction from Backlash 2001. And then the other match... Since we're in November, it's going to be mid-November now. We're getting closer to Survivor Series. So I wanted to choose another sur a Survivor Series match that I love. And that was the story between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Eric Bischoff. So we're going to be covering their 5-on-5 five -five Survivor Series match wrestling. as well. ECW, in late 1995, he signed with the World Wrestling Federation, WWF, now WWE, under the ring name of the ringmaster. The following year, having grown a goatee and shaved his head due to going bald, he was repackaged as Stone Cold Steve Austin. After this character change, he gained significant mainstream popularity as a brash, vulgar, beer-drinking anti-hero who routinely defied the estab, Ishment, and his boss, WWE <laughs> Chairman Vince McMahon. This is from Wikipedia. And, then, and we are going to be so cold heavy tomorrow or next week on the kickout. I want crew. you to know next week's show, I'm going to use Suri, Siri to do just that, and that's the match builds. I'm just going to plug my phone in, and she's going to play over my over the voice, and that's how we're going to do this next week. I can't believe that just happened. He was, he was against the uh, stab. Lishmint. Lishmint. All right, what's the match <laughs> <laughs> Team Austin versus Team Bischoff Survivor Series 2003. Yeah. 2003? All right. Thank you. I like it. We should do some of the Survivor Series heavy matches because they, the history of Survivor Series, like, although the match itself kind of ridiculous, but back in the day, I would say 90s mainly, but early 2000s also, you used to have some banger of a title matches at Survivor Series, like, really, oh, really oh. good ones. And I will be at Survivor Series this year. So, yeah. You sound, yeah. Like, you sound like long matches. Well, the second I'm not one, the one is... having to write play-by-play, -play, so it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Any Survivor Series match, which I have covered before on this show, is at least 26 minutes. Bryant <laughs> will be there. Look in his eyes. What do you see? 
If that yeah. hits, I'm pretty sure that building will explode. It will definitely explode. Yeah, he's the devil, though. What if he's not? Well, you can see. What if that is the real Survivor Forbidden Door? He's TV. the devil, and he's at Survivor Series. That's the real oh, Forbidden God, Door. Cool. CM Punk is the Forbidden Door. From worst to first, baby. That's how there it is. You know, he totally redeemed himself. You know, the most ostracized to now, like, what if he bounces back and forth between promotions instead of bouncing oh, back and forth so from Raw and SmackDown? He bounces back to WWE and AEW, and then makes appearances in Impact as well, and the NWA. No, no, he won't go there. No, hey, New Japan. What are we doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> Why do you look like that, Devin? You're like you look like our pictures that we post on Twitter. <laughs> Grainy. <laughs> must be my camera. I don't know. Yeah, something's not right. You got like a good washing tonight, huh? <laughs> so anyway. is that it for us, guys? That's it. That is. I have no oh. idea how long that was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. This is gonna be a fun one to edit because it's not a long episode. So, uh, you know, uh, before we go, I just want to say thank you to everybody for joining us. Uh, obviously, of course, follow us on all of the social media accounts. It's Kick Out Crew. It's your show. You know, give us a like, follow, subscribe, retweets, whatever. Comment on it. Reach out to us. You know, if you got any ideas for the show, you'll want to be on the show. Reach out to us. Uh you can be sure to purchase uh, merchandise on angrylemonade.net. I uh, want to thank everybody for joining us this week. And, you know, kind of a audible on the fly episode on this one. But, hey, I think we did a, a good job. You know, because why did we do a good job? Because here's the thing. We had a show to deliver, and we didn't know how it was going to go. But guess what? Times got tough. Times may have pinned us down. But... For you and for us and for everyone involved, we kicked out it too. Because that's what we do on your show, the Kickout Crew. Can't wait to see everybody next week. Uh, can't wait to go against the establishment. And, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll see what happens on that. Because one thing about kicking out it too is guess what? You survive. And that's what it's all about, baby. So uh, can't do, can't wait to do Survivor Series stuff next week. And uh, that being said, I guess. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Anybody got a mic thing? Like, the, like run. The end. run. Run. There you go. <laughs>